Welcome to Fiscal One-on-One. This Iowa Legislative Services Agency audio program consists of interviews conducted by the Fiscal Services Division staff. Each brief conversational interview features an expert answering questions concerning a fiscal topic of interest within an Iowa State agency. The following interview was conducted on November 26, 2013 by Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst for the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. Ron interviewed Michael Fitzgerald, Iowa Treasurer of State, about Iowa's 529 plan, what college savings Iowa is, and public participation in the plan. This is Ron Robinson, Senior Fiscal Analyst with the Iowa Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency. Today, I am talking with Iowa Treasurer of State Michael Fitzgerald about Iowa's 529 plan, known as College Savings Iowa. We will talk about what College Savings Iowa is, how people can participate, and the benefits of participation. Treasurer Fitzgerald, hello. Thank you for being with us today. Can you please explain what College Savings Iowa, the 529 plan, is? Well, the 529 plan is named after the federal IRS code that authorizes this program, where the federal government allowed states to have a savings plan that would defer the income that you earn on a savings plan and there would be no income taxes on those earnings if it was used to go to college. And when did the state of Iowa decide to create the Iowa Savings Plan? In 1998, the Iowa legislature unanimously approved the College Savings Iowa Plan and it was signed in to law by Governor Branstad. So we had 100% of both Democrats and Republicans supporting this program. And why was there so much outstanding support for that? At that time, which is still the case, the cost of higher education was growing so fast that legislators and the governor wanted to help Iowa families be able to save for a college education. Save as opposed to borrowing huge amounts to go to college. So this was a tool Iowa families could use. And so that kind of gets into why would somebody open an account? What are the benefits of opening an account for the investor, if I use that phrase correctly, and for the beneficiary? Correct. The participant has great advantage. First, there's the deferred federal taxes on the earnings of this account, and there will be no taxes paid if it's used to go to college. You also have that advantage at the state level. Iowa will not charge you state income taxes on the funds if you use it to go to college. And the big benefit for Iowa citizens is that the legislature has given a tax deduction for each child you're saving money for in the College Savings Iowa program. So those are three big benefits that make this program so attractive. And how does that deduction work? Well, this year, a parent or a grandparent And I might add, over a third of our accounts are owned by grandparents, very attractive for grandparents. They can, this year, 2013, put up to $3,045 into an account for every child they want to, and they can deduct that amount from their Iowa income taxes. And so that only applies to parents and grandparents, not to uncles and aunts? People can start a college savings plan, not only for their child, 
or grandchild, but yes, if you want to do it for a nephew or a niece, or even in the Iowa plan, there's a lot of folks that are saving money for just that good kid they know in their neighborhood that's going to need a little extra help. So you can start an account for any child out there that you want to. And so you say a child, so could I open an account for myself? Yes, you could. In 1998, you had to be under 18 years of age for an account to be open for you. But later on, that rule was changed because we know we have lifelong learning this day and age. You may be a school teacher and you want to go back and be an accountant, or you may be an accountant and want to go back and learn to be a school teacher. But you can start up an account for yourself. It's lifelong learning. Or if you have an account for a child, that child may not go to college, and one of the options you can do is you can transfer it to another child in the family. Does the deduction work in all these situations, no matter who is contributing, or is a deduction only permitted for certain people? No, the deduction is permitted if you put money into account for any child or any person, even yourself. This person you're saving for doesn't even have to live in Iowa. And matter of fact, we have a lot of grandparents in Iowa that save for the grandkids outside the state of Iowa and that they can put that in an account and deduct that from their Iowa income taxes. And that deduction is available to every contributor or is it the limit on the account itself? The deduction is available to everyone. If you start an account to save, you can deduct up to that much money for each child. If you have two children that you're starting accounts for, you'll have $6,090 that you can deduct from your Iowa income taxes. But you can do that for every child. Now we have people that start accounts that live outside the state of Iowa, but if they don't have Iowa income, they won't be paying Iowa income taxes, so they won't get that deduction. But a lot of outside Iowa people still like our program because it's professionally managed, low cost, and it's such a benefit that they want to take advantage of it. And so the, the grandparent contributes the full amount, the parent contributes the full amount, and they both can take the full deduction. Absolutely. Can you explain where the money is invested that it goes into this account? All the funds are invested by Vanguard. That's the second largest mutual fund company in the United States. You have 14 different options of how you'd like to have your money invested. You decide that. And you can change that option once a year. But of the 14 options, there's four age-based funds that most people usually pick. And that's where when a child is maybe one to five years of age, it's invested mostly in the stock market. And then as the child becomes older, it becomes more conservative more, meaning more money in the bond market, and by the child is ready for college, it may be all deposited in a money market fund, so you know it's going to be there. There's four of those different options, and then there's ten other options where, depending on your level of risk tolerance, whether you want to have all the money put into a money market, you could, or if you want it all in an aggressive growth, which is all the stock market funds, you could. But it's your choice. And so they're all mutual funds, not ETFs. They're all mutual funds. That's correct. They're all mutual funds, all managed by Vanguard. And are those the same mutual funds that individual investors can place their money with, or are they separate funds that only College Savings Iowa can invest in? 
These are separate funds that only College Savings Iowa folks can invest in. They're very similar. They're structured very similar. So, like how much does Iowa have invested now with Vanguard? The College Savings Iowa program now has over three and a half billion dollars invested. As I said, there's 14 different options, so Vanguard has a lot of different mutual funds that you can invest in, and ours is structured in a very similar way. What are the advantages of the 529 plan? Why a 529 plan versus any other type of investment? What are the pitfalls and uh, what are the disadvantages of being in Iowa's 529 plan? Well, there's a lot of advantages for the Iowa 529 plan. Again, I say there's no downfall to any way you're saving for money. Even if you're putting pennies in a little piggy bank by your bed at night, I'm not going to criticize it because it's a good habit of saving. And the Iowa 529 plan really tries to encourage this habit of saving as opposed to debt that students incur. But the special advantages, you have the federal tax break, meaning if you use it for education, the fund will grow tax-free at the federal level. You will also have the state tax break where it will grow tax-free from the state of Iowa. And you have the tax deduction up to $3,045 for the year 2013, this year, per individual. Very, very big advantage. Plus, these funds are professionally managed by Vanguard at a very low cost. The cost is 28 basis points, which is a little bit more than one-fourth of one percent. In the world of managing money, that's really inexpensive. So that's a big advantage for being in College Savings Iowa. Is that fee on top of the amount that is charged for within the funds themselves? No. There are no other fees. There's no internal management fees. There's no annual fee. There's no fee to start a program. There's no fee to get your money out. It's just 28 basis points. If you had $1,000 invested, that would mean $2.80. And again, in the world of hiring money management, very, very inexpensive. So no matter which of the 14 funds you decide to invest the money, you'll still pay the same fee. That's right. One of the features of College Savings Iowa is we wanted to keep it a very simple program. We wanted people to understand it real simply and to understand the costs real simply. And it's just a flat fee, 28 basis points, a little over one-fourth of one percent, no matter how you invest your money. As you've stated, people in Iowa and people outside the state can invest here. Do you know how much other states would charge for administration fees? Where does Iowa rank as far as other states in that fee? Iowa is pretty close to the top. We're not the very top, but just a few basis points short of it. We have been recognized from the, from the day we started this program as being one of the best run and least expensive programs in the country. A lot of other states have copied what Iowa has done. Some other states are charging as much as 2%, 200 basis points, if you will. And I might also add, when we started this program in 1998, we had no idea it would be this popular and grow. And the more it grows, we're able to do more with less. The law of large numbers has allowed us to bring the cost of the program down for the individuals. We started at 65 basis points, and we've been able to 
lower the cost five times, and that's how we've gotten to 28 basis points. So when you say Iowa is near the top, you don't mean the most expensive, you mean the We're least expensive. We're the cheapest. Expensive. Yeah, we like to say our program's cheap, and it's simple. And when can an uh, account be opened? An account can be opened when a child is born. You must have a birth date and a social security number. And we like to say it's never too early to get started. But I'll have a, a number of folks will tell me, my wife is pregnant, can we start now? No, you must have a social security number, you must have a birth date. So you have to be born to start an account. Who is the owner of the account? The owner of the account is whoever is putting the money in. If it's Uncle Ed, he has to put down his name and social security number, who he is saving for, the birth date and social security number of who he's saving for, and if something happens to him, who do you want to own this account? So anyone over 18 years of age can start a college savings account for anyone else, including yourself. So can someone contribute to an account that someone else has opened? Yes, they can. But if you contribute to someone else's account, you will not get your state income tax deduction because you're giving that benefit to someone else. If you want the tax deduction, you must set up the account. As far as opening an account, they need a social security number. Do they need anything else and how does someone contribute? You need a birth date and you need a social security number. And you can, to sign up, it's very simple. And you can do it online or on the phone or by mail. It's very simple. Do the funds need to be used for an institution in Iowa or by a certain age? The funds can be used anywhere in the United States by an accredited university or technical school, religious school. It's the family's decision where you go to school. How do funds get withdrawn from College Savings Iowa? There's three ways people can access their money. They can contact College Savings Iowa and money can be deposited or sent right to the university where you're attending. It can be transferred to your bank account or College Savings Iowa will send you a check. And the types of expenses at these institutions that the money can be used for are just tuition, books, tuition, room board, what is available for a qualified expense? The qualified expenses are one, room and board. So that's a big plus. But then the other things you need, the books, fees, if the university requires a computer, you can get a computer. But the costs associated with going to college, you can use it for. You cannot buy clothes, you cannot pay for transportation. But practically every expense for college can be used. Uh, we talked about the tax deduction. Uh, how is that deduction determined and how will it change in the future? This year it's $3,045, but it will rise every year on the cost of living. And that uh, inflation rate is determined by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. What happens if the beneficiary decides not to go to college? Then the family has the choice of just leaving it in the account and maybe the student will decide to go back to school years from now. Or they can transfer that money to another person in the family within first cousins. And that's why grandparents like it so much. They can transfer it in the family. If they decide to take the money out of the account and just bring it back home, the federal government will have a 10% penalty on the interest earnings, not like an IRA where they take 10% of the whole thing, 10% of the interest earnings. And also, 
since you have had a tax deduction from the state of Iowa, you will have to go back and file, or on this year's taxes, you will have to re-account for those earnings. Those would be the same options if there is money left in the account after the child completes college. That's correct. Be able to roll it over, be able to withdraw subject to tax penalties. That's correct, but it's very seldom we find a student that has money left over. Are any of the returns guaranteed? None of the returns are guaranteed. These are all investments. You have the 14 different choices. You can go very conservative or you can be aggressive, but they are not guaranteed. Are any of the funds a guaranteed return fund, so it guarantees it for that year or whatever that you will receive X percent? No. Do you have a phone number for people to sign up or an email address? People can email us at csi at iowa.gov or they can call us at 888-672-9116. Treasurer Fitzgerald, thank you for talking with us about College Savings Iowa and thank you for listening. Thank you. Mm -hmm.